that is our podcast for the week. Um, definitely different than our intro. Doc- what the fuck? Um, <laughs> our introductory <laughs> episode. Our introductory. Uh, yes. But thank yeah. you so much. <laughs>
uh, in various times throughout the weekend. I'm pretty sure I got one at 8 a.m. too, I'm not going to lie. Um, for just being like, I think this is the end of time for me. So I understand that because this weekend, oh my God, TBT to Four Locos. For those of you out there who have ever had it, it's disgusting. Actually, this drink I'm drinking right now, Henry's, it kind of tastes like a Four Locos. Have you ever had these, you 2 No, I actually saw you hold up Henry's and I was like, I swear to God, she's drinking some like, what's the one that's um non-alcoholic oh duels or some shit oh my god yes actually did you know that it has like a very small hint of alcohol in it that's fucked up that's yeah, false so advertising the reason why i know that is because i actually used to be um i don't even know what the name of the the job position is called but right. i i was kind of like an ambassador for budweiser at one point and some people would come in like get the oh, oh duels that was called and actually, it's supposed to. The reason why they made that was actually for people who are alcoholics or trying to, like, wean off of alcohol. So they put, like, a tiny hint of it. I guess it's kind of like a nicotine patch for, like, some people who are, like, trying to, like, still get that buzz, but they're trying to, like, stop smoking after a while. Right. But, yeah, fun uh, fact. <laughs> I'm looking it up, and I'm pretty sure it's Bex. Oh, here's O'Doul's. It, there's also something called Bex. Bex, I think I've heard of that one. It's probably not Budweiser, though, because we definitely did not give that one out. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be diving into our topic this week, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But we're going to kind of, like, recap our weekend and talk about some of the bullshit that we went through, kind of ramble a little bit about that. Um, So, Geechee went up to the Carolinas this weekend with some of her friends from college, and I was actually still in town this weekend, but I spent time with my sister and her roommate and my husband, so we'll get into that, but Gitu, um, tell us about your trip to the Carolinas. It was pretty great. I got there Thursday evening, and I, you know, my heart, there's a part of my heart still in the Carolinas. I miss it so much. I mean, it's just, Florida's fucking flat, and that's all it is, and <laughs> sure, there's no mountains out. Yeah, it's all hills, if that. And, um, excuse me, wow, that, that went through me. That was, um, good. that was good. Yeah, you know, 10 out of 10 for that. Actually, I'd rate that like a 6 out of 10. Um, it, was, it was pretty weak. It was pretty, it was pretty weak. I've heard um, <laughs> Anyway, I, um, I went up there, and the mountains were just so gorgeous. The air felt super crisp, and I felt like I was breathing in the purest air that I've ever breathed in my entire life. I'm so jealous. It's, I feel like it smells like cow, cow manure in Tallahassee and liquor and just dry. I don't even know. It just, it just, it's not clean here. And people's like, pride on the ground just rotting away. Yes. Ever. Probably mine mainly. Yeah. Mainly, mainly ours from um, Summer Sea, I'd say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was uh, our and- first semester of college uh, rip to that uh it was no 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 it was your first semester of college yeah I just decided to live in your dorm for it so that we could go out and thinking about it like why do they let these like fresh out of high school children basically live in a dorm I feel like most people are not ready by that point to be didn't you get didn't you get alcohol poisoning that that you know probably probably my parents probably were not very proud of me but you know what I have grown from well I don't know I wouldn't say I've grown (laughs) I I don't know you know I have a I've, I've I've avoided alcohol poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people are always like, I beat teen pregnancy. Well, I can proudly say that at 23 years old, knock on wood, I have not had alcohol poisoning. Um, That's an accomplishment, you know? Yeah, pretty proud of myself. But anyway, so 
up in the Carolinas and it was just me and three other girlfriends. Um, I'm super close with them, but we don't see each other pretty uh, as often as we hope to just because money is a thing and mm-hmm. time is the thing. And driving so, up there from Florida from where she is, isn't it like a 12 hour drive? Yeah, I didn't. I don't drive because fuck that noise. I'm. I fly. They have um, a really cheap airline here, Air Allegiant. Allegiant. Mm-hmm. I never know which which order it is, but um, Spirit Airlines. <laughs> but they go to like four places, I think. Yeah, and they have super awkward timing and timings and dates. But uh, you can go up there for like one twenty. Yeah, which pretty is pretty cheap. great. Um, but no, we did a lot of brewery hopping, and I realized this weekend that I suck at drinking beer. I'm really, really I'm so bad at it. But you love, you love beer. You like sours, don't you? I'm, I'm obsessed with sour beers. Like which ones? Um, that's a really good question. I mean, I have different brands that I like. Like there's something called Here Goes Nothing, which is a ghost, obviously. Actually, a bartender taught me this weekend. It's pronounced Goza. Oh. Oh, interesting. I'm not that bougie, so I'm probably still going to call it a ghost. Hmm. But uh, for those of you who haven't had sour beers, I, I think I said in the last podcast, I love sour tasting things. And it's a little heavy on your stomach, but if you like the taste of like sour stuff in your mouth, whatever, it's a great, pla- great way to go. Um, there are three different kinds that I've found. It's like a goes, goza, whatever the fuck, just a regular, it'll be called a sour or it's called a saison. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we had that. We went to World of Beer in Orlando. Or, or ja- Gainesville? I don't know. We went to a World of Beer, and we got a flight one time. Yeah, Gainesville. And, and there was, I think we tried the Salsa, I'm pretty sure it's called, um, mm-hmm. which that was really fun. If you've never been to World of Beer, I, I'm pretty sure it's a chain. You can get a flight for pretty cheap. I think it's like 12 bucks or so for like five beers, and you can try a lot. And they're usually pretty nice about giving you as many samples as you want to there, so... Yeah, You're trying um, to broaden your taste buds. Just a little bit of a, you know, a courtesy though, which I realized with Taylor, is if you continue to ask for samples, you're going to be annoying at some point because you're getting free beer basically. Yeah, and I, I didn't put that together until I realized, you know, I'm probably drinking the equivalent of one beer for free with how many samples I've asked for. So um, definitely gave that guy a big tip because I felt like a complete asshole. But um, just remember that. Maybe keep, when you go to each bar, maybe keep it to, like, a two-sample maximum because otherwise you're just like, a complete kid. Right, exactly. Yeah, because they, I mean, I, I again, they don't care, but you have to be buying something. Because if you don't buy something, they're going to think you're mooching. And, you know, as much as you would want to do that, if you're not buying something there, they're going to be questioning. It's like when you go to, like, Costco or Sam's and you're getting samples, you're like, I promise I'm not here for dinner, even though... I basically am here for dinner because your samples are feeding <laughs> me tonight because I'm broke. Yeah, of times I've done that. It's crazy. Um, so you mentioned Four Locos. Yes. Oh, God. We Okay, so this weekend I went to Wild Adventures, which most people don't even know what that is. Even people in Tallahassee don't know what it is, even though it's an hour from them. It's a really small amusement park. It's kind of like a smaller version of Islands of Adventure or um, Universal Studios. It's really cheap. It's like 40 bucks for admission. So I went through this weekend with Shane and my sister and her best friend, who is awesome. He's very, um, I guess, very, like, open, just a funny guy. 
And on our way there, we were driving in a rental minivan and <laughs> we were, well, I wasn't drinking, I was driving, but they were drinking Four Locos and I was like, wow, like these are champs back here because the last time I drank Four Locos was probably when I was 18 and they are just nasty. I mean, I even got the Gold Loco, which is supposed to be like a better tasting one. It honestly tasted like this like really gross, sweet version of a, um, What's it called? Like Red Bull vodka? Was this Y bombs? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I have never actually had the the gold loco. I remember someone from our high school though tweeted um, a picture of like the isn't there something called like the fire or the ice loco or something like yes, that? Yes, yeah. He tweeted it and he said, "This is the this is Tallahassee in a can." Yeah, and I hadn't. I laughed so hard. I think I had tears in my eyes because. Yes, we get defensive when people call it Talonasty, but we can call it Talonasty. I think I even saw a tweet today that was like, you know, we can say we hate Tallahassee, but apparently Trump said he hated Tallahassee. Yeah. And we got super defensive and we're like, hey, hey, you don't say that. You don't talk about Tallahassee like that. So um, basically in political news, like um, Andrew Gillum is running for, um, oh my God, what's he running for? I'm like blanking out right now. Governor. He's running for governor right now. And Donald Trump really does not like him. So he tweeted out uh, basically shitting on Gillum. And while he was shitting on Gillum, he basically shit on the whole uh, town of Tallahassee. And yeah, because for Tallahassee those of you who don't know, um, Andrew Gillum is the mayor of Tallahassee currently. And he's been trying really hard after Tallahassee got hit by, um, the fuck was his? Michael. Hurricane Michael. Hurricane Michael. Um, and uh, Gillum's been working really hard. And I guess Trump, Trump did come down, right, to Florida to check out the he damage. He did. Yeah, he went to a small town. I think but he, um, you know, informative plug, definitely not biased here. He just, he happened to endorse um, Ron DeSantis, who is running against Gillum um, for uh, governor, because Ron DeSantis is the Republican primary winner, and Andrew Gillum represents the Democratic Party. So, um, just a little bit of info right there in case you guys are wondering. But, uh, also, on that note, make sure you vote in November. Yeah, up. make sure you guys register to vote. I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you have to be over 18 because what the fuck high schooler would listen to us because we suck. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys are registered to vote because I, um, I couldn't even vote in the 2016 election because my absentee ballot didn't come in because oh, I was up shit. in South Carolina. So, um, that was a big yeah. one, too. Oh yeah, it was. I'd say it was a pretty damn big election, dude. It, <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so guys, get out there and vote. It, I know you guys say it doesn't matter, and it, or some people may think you don't make a difference. You totally do. We can, not to get on my soapbox here, but we can totally make a difference. So uh, definitely. So what happened, like with your friends up in the Carolinas? I heard there was, uh, like, so you were with a big group of girls. Um, was there like any drama or anything? Because for the record, our episode title this week is booze and cruise and stealing a deal. And we're going to be talking a little bit about drinks and like different drinks for different occasions and also just like kind of cruising through life. But one thing we kind of want to dive into is like drama with friends and family. Cause I feel like that's something that's pretty relatable to most people. Cause I know that I have drama with friends and family all the time. I try to avoid it, but like kind of how to like get out of these dramatic situations um, so how was it like hanging out with like all girls on this trip? I feel like, you know, girls have this stereotype um, that, you know, whenever we're together, we're super catty. 
and you know we talk shit about you know behind each other's backs and I think at this age that's kind of that's not as prevalent I feel like mm-hmm. um prevalent yeah, yeah prevalent. prevalent well you know it's crazy though because I I truly feel truly <laughs> I truly <laughs> feel that it doesn't really matter what age you are though because there's always going to be someone who's going to be dramatic. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are in life. Like, my mom oh, yeah. There's always going to be someone who's acting immaturely or who's just getting on your last nerve. But I do think that because of the age that we're at now, we know, we know, A, like, you know, we're not here to dick around. Like, you know, if we're friends after we left college, you know, it's because we want to be friends for life. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that's totally how it is. And yeah. I think that's kind of, it makes it more, a much more mature friendship because you know we can be more straight up with each other and we can let go of the little things so um I mean as far as you know I think I spent what 38 36 hours with these girls and um, I mean 24 7 the only time you're alone is when you're taking a shit and even then you know you have to share the bath (laughs) or send them a snap (laughs) yeah yeah you know you got someone's doing their makeup someone's doing the hair so you know you're sharing the bathroom and all that good stuff um but I've kind of found that in order to keep it, you know, on cruise control, and that's kind of the pun we're going off here uh, <laughs> for cruising, just in order to keep everything chill with friends, I feel like you just have to be as laid back as possible and don't let the little things get to you, which for me, um, if anybody knows me just like as a friend, it's hard for me to not let, you know, to make sure that everything's okay. I always want to make sure that everyone's having a good time and I just want to make sure that everything is running smoothly. I don't want anyone to be upset. Um, not that I'm the mom of the group because I am definitely not the mom of the group. I mean, I'm doing parkour. <laughs> I'm doing parkour off of buildings. I don't give a fuck, but um, just, I definitely that. agree with you though. Um, yeah, I, feel- I really care. You got to keep the peace, man. Yeah. You know? And I feel like also, like, when you're hanging out with, like, a big group of girls, whether that's, like, you know, on a girl's trip or even just, like, on a night out, you have to understand that, like, everybody is coming in with, like, their own personalities, their own, like, things in life. And you can't expect that everyone's going to be on the same page as you. But remember that you guys all have that same basis of, hey, we're all friends here. And we kind of have to understand that, like, maybe, like, this friend, like, gets upset about this thing or maybe this friend likes to do this certain thing and I kind of have to roll the punches a little bit sometimes so actually you know recently was last I guess last year now I went on my bachelorette party and you know that's always a girl's trip so we went on a girl's trip it was about what was it like six or seven of us I think seven of us no it was eight eight yeah so eight of us that big of a difference (laughs) but yeah so it was like eight of us girls in a beach house for four days and it was super exciting these are all you know really close group of friends of mine you two is there obviously she was um one of my maid of honors my sister was my other maid of honor and sure it, you know I honestly feel Are like you sure I wasn't flower girl dude definitely flower girl <laughs> honorary <laughs> guest I was demoted to plus one at least five times throughout my journey as Taylor she definitely was no definitely maid of honor. <laughs> but no so on this trip like you know I think when you go and saying like hey like we're all here for the same purpose we're here to have fun we're here to bond and you know, just have a good time. I think that's, like, the way to go into it. But when you kind of, like, get into your head and being, like, oh, like, this person's trying to make me do this certain thing and, like, that's shitty, then you're just not going to have a good time. Like, you just have to understand that, like, hey, everyone's here to have fun. We're all here for the same purpose because we love each other. We care about each other. Then you're just going to have a good time. But you also have to be realistic that 
sometimes when you're like with a group of people for a long period of time, you can get a little stir crazy with them. Oh, definitely. You you see them in all different lights, you know. Um, if they're really hungry, you know, you probably, I know my move whenever I'm hungry is to not talk anymore. You know, I'm just going to stay quiet because I know anything that comes out of my mouth is probably going to be rude and I don't want to be like that, you know, so, or if we're tired, you know, I had a friend this weekend who was pretty tired and, you know, she just kind of kept to herself because she was like, you know what, again, if anything comes out of my mouth, it's probably not going to be the nicest thing. So, and we're understanding of that. You know, I was talking to one of my other friends and, um, she doesn't, um, she's just quiet. She not quiet all of the time, but she's, I have a very strong personality and she's kind of more like chill, like whatever, man, like, you know, go with the flow. So it's sometimes easy to think that she's upset with you because she's just not talking as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but she and I talked, you know, this weekend and I've, I lived with her. So it's at a point now where, if she's not talking, I know, I know not to think that it's me. I know that it's something going on and she and I are fine and that, you know, she's going to get over it. And even if there's nothing to get over that, it, there's nothing wrong. And I think that's the mentality that girls have to go into trips um, having is oh, that, you definitely. know what, most likely if a girl is acting a certain way, I feel like it's so easy to think it's because you looked at her weird or because you had a sip of her beer without asking her or, you know, you took too long in the bathroom or whatever. You know, it's so easy to get into your head about these things. And in order for, um, you know, everything to stay on cruise control, if we're sticking with that pun, you know, like you just you can't let that get to you. You just got to keep doing you. And it's really hard. And if it's really bothering you, you can talk to them privately and be like, hey, man, you all good. But other than that, just move on. 100%. So I that's the best way to deal with drama honestly and also I feel like when you're going on like a big trip with a group of girls like you need to make sure that you have some kind of like game plan because I know for me like I'm very organized and I like to have some kind of set plan in motion but I do realize that like you know some of my friends on this trip they kind of like spontaneity like you too like she's kind of like you know I want to like do things like on the spot but for me I'm like I need to have a plan but I think it's also like you have to be a little bit flexible too because you might feel that way, but your friend might not. And it's okay sometimes to have those spontane- spontane- spontaneous moments. Words. Um, also, like, I remember on my bachelorette party, um, one of the girls, she was having some money problems. So she was a little bit hesitant about doing certain things because she couldn't afford it all. But you just got to look out for your friends and understand, like, hey, we're on a budget here. And, like, you don't need to get feelings hurt because maybe, like, this person can't do that thing. But if you all have that goal set of, hey, we're here to have fun and relax and, you know, let's not get our feelings hurt over these, like, small things. I think that's the way to do it. Just talk about, like, openly, like, what's our goal here? We're here to have fun, not to get upset about these small things. And just remember, like, you guys are friends. Like, people are going to get upset. It's just like if you live with your significant other, you're going to get upset. Does that mean that you hate them and you're going to leave them? No. It just happens when you're, like, with someone in close quarters. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's a, that's a lesson to learn though is it's don't get mad at yourself if you are like that and you do get sensitive about small things like it's something that everyone has to understand at some point in their life and it just smacks them in the face that like hey we had a little blip oh but we're still cool we're still chilling like we're still here so um definitely something to keep in mind and I know you were saying that you and your sister were together this weekend um how do you kind of deal with like because I have a sister too, but I'm younger than she is and you're older than your sister, obviously. So 
how do you kind of deal with that dynamic? Because it's a lot easier to get on your family's nerves. Yeah. I find that um, than your friend's nerves. So how do you deal with that? Um, so like with my sister, her and I are very close. We weren't super close growing up because we got in a lot of fights over just stupid things like, oh, you stole my shirt and you know, stupid things like that. <laughs> that still we, happens with me. <laughs> right. So we, um, we used to share a bedroom growing up and it was like a Jack and Jill type bedroom. So we just got in tiffs a lot. But when we went to college, our, our friendship definitely grew. But I mean, we still definitely get into those kind of arguments of like stupid things, you know, over like, why are you getting pissy with me over this thing? But Something I've realized, especially if your sister or brother or whatever is has an age gap, is that you need to understand that you need to talk to them like they're a human. I realized that, like, a problem I had with my little sister was that I was treating her like she was a little sister. I wasn't treating her like she was, you know, an adult friend right, and that right. had feelings to me. Yes, she's my sister, and yes, I could be a bitch to her, but, you know, she – she's older and I think when I realized that and started treating her like an equal and like an actual friend it kind of changed the dynamic a little bit because I was a little bit not condescending but I kind of talked down to her a little bit because I thought because I was older it was okay to do that but I think like now like when I talk to her on a real level like hey like I'm looking out for you as a friend not just as your older sister who knows more and is wiser than you then it kind of changed things because I mean family's family and you're gonna understand that you're going to get in fights sometimes, but you just have to treat them like they're equal too. Because I think okay. if you get in this mindset of like, I'm better than you because I'm older, then that's when problems start to arise. Totally. But, um, I mean, that's how my sister and I are. Um, you know, like I said, I'm younger. And the same exact thing with, with her and I. So um, she's seven years older than I am. And just recently we had that conversation that um, – it really feels like now I can tell her things as an equal and not as her little sister. And she receives it um, just like that as well. So, you know, I can tell her, hey, you're being really silly about this or, hey, you need to chill out about this or, you know, and obviously in a loving way. And she is so receptive to it. Whereas I feel like, you know, maybe five, six years ago, she would she would just shut me down. You know, what do you know type of thing? You're not in my situation. And um, we've always been close. I mean, not always. I'd say maybe when I was when I was 14, 15 is when we got really, really close. But, um, you know, especially after my parents divorced, we, you know, she was my rock through that. So I think since then, we've slowly come to this situation of we see each other as equals. And she I mean, sometimes she still, you know, tries to act like my mom kind of thing and tell me what to do. But I know it's out of love at this point. And I think that it just takes maturity to get there you know what I mean definitely I agree with that excuse me god good lord um speaking of friends oh my god I just burped again what is happening to me um Dude, seltzer <laughs> shit. I'm I know it's terrible I mean it's, it's not as terrible as the flavor from last week but it's it's pretty bad um anyway speaking of friends i like i said i forced my friends to watch this what we're not a tv show to listen to this uh, (laughs) last weekend or last week and um they have some questions for us so we're gonna do every week kind of like a question of the week it can be something like advice for how to act in a certain situation or maybe a how-to um how to do this for your body how to do this for something or any kind of life hack situation so this week, the question situation. is, do what? You said situation. That's terrible. I 
Sorry, I apologize. It's, funny. it's like it's like silks are all over again. I know. I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice I said that, which means I probably do that a lot. That's embarrassing. You're good. You're good. What's the um, question? Who who sent it in? Uh, one of the girls that I was with this weekend, and she witnessed me just being terrible at drinking beer. I it would take me probably 20 minutes to finish a beer, and that just- is so true. Like we literally go out to the bar. And I'm finishing my second drink, and you're, like, still milking your – milking? You're – wait, what's it called? What's that term yeah, called? Yeah, like you're, 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 like, you're sipping on it. Yeah, like, you're still, like, sipping. I'm nursing drink. it. Nursing. Yeah, nursing it. Yeah, you were, like, still nursing your first drink. I'm, like, dude, like, we got to, like – you got to, like, get catch up now. Like, you're I know, because – and I'm so bad at it that I'm sober by the time that you're, like, blackout. And I'm, like, how did this happen? <laughs> It happens. Some people are slower drinkers than others. It's like you're, I mean, honestly, like, I'm a fast eater. Like, Shane and I are very fast eaters. You're really slow at eating. But, I mean, I kind of applaud you for that because if you eat slower, that's actually better for you anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. I, I'm a slow eater because I start talking. Shocker. And I get so into what I'm saying that I just put my fork down. And I've made that a rule for myself that I can't put my fork down during meals. That's a great um, idea. Yeah, so if you guys find that you're having a hard time, like, finishing your meals on time or you you get full really quickly, it's because you're taking too long to eat. Um, So something I've taught myself is to not put my fork down between meals. I'm still working on it. Um, Honestly, my boyfriend gets really excited whenever I do finish a meal. He's like, oh, my God, two slices of pizza. Who are you? And I'm like, (laughs) I, you know, I, I like, pat on the back, kind of, I get a trophy. Doing great, Um, sweetie. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into this because I dealt with this firsthand um, this past weekend. And we went brewery hopping. So not just bar hopping, but brewery hopping. So mainly beers going on here. And um, I love sour beers. Sour beers are my first beer of choice, but they are so hard on the stomach. I mean, they're so heavy. Mm-hmm. And I already have a sensitive stomach as it is. So I kind of had a point where I switched over to like wheat ales and just the lighter tasting. Um, You know, I stayed away from, I don't even like stouts in the first place. I don't like dark beers. I don't like IPAs. Oh, I I love them. Not IPAs. I love dark. Like Guinness is my shit. Oh God. Why? What do you like about that? I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like this, like very like multi taste and I really like it. But again, like kind of like how we're talking about with sours it is heavy on your stomach. So I can't really drink it for a long period of time. Like I can have two, but I'd have to move on to something. It's kind of like a, like a social drink. I feel like where you kind of like sip it, like chilling with your friends, maybe like pre-gaming to go out, but it's not something I could like drink all night. Cause otherwise I would feel sick and not be able to drink more than like two or three. Right, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. I had to switch out and I kind of only did like one or two beers max at each brewery because I mean, we went to Asheville, North Carolina. And if anybody knows anything about it, there are a shit ton of breweries there. So um, we were pretty quick with it. And um, yeah, I would say in that kind of situation, stick to the lighter beers. Maybe, you know, if you're like me and you like the sours or if you're like Taylor and you like dark beers, get get one or two, but don't drink that at every brewery because you're going to hate your life. Yes, I um, agree. But as far as going out and just like night, <laughs> night out on the town, <laughs> um, my drink of choice is if I'm feeling tired or if I feel like I'm not drunk enough, I'll definitely do the vodka Red Bull that. That drink does something to me. I don't know what it is, but I get super hype and super excited 
and all I want to do is dance or just like walk around and do parkour off of shit. <laughs> but if not, then I'm definitely um like a vodka seltzer, vodka soda type of girl. Yeah, I get that. Actually, like I don't get the same feeling for vodka Red Bulls. I don't know why it doesn't really do anything. It's probably because I drink so much caffeine during the day. But I, when I'm like going out to like a bar bar or like a club type bar, I definitely stick to the vodka um, water and like with lime juice, mainly because it's kind of lighter on your stomach. It gets the job done of, you know, getting to drink without all the added calories and you're not feeling so sick. Um, But what I do recommend, like if you're going out and doing something like that is definitely get a better quality vodka because there is a total difference between drinking a $10 bottle of vodka in a $30 bottle. I mean, it might not seem like it's $20 difference, but, you know, Tito's, I think it's pretty good, or um, Three Olives. I really like that a lot. And, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more, but it's going to be worth it the next day when you're not feeling incredibly hungover rather than feeling, like, complete death the next day. Yeah, I'd say that the shittiest you can go would be, I mean, it's not even that shitty to me at this point, but Smirnoff, I feel like, is the shittiest you can go. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, but if you if you're still doing Everclear, I mean, a how are you alive? B, you know, <laughs> like I remember freshman year, I took a shot of Everclear and I could feel my throat burning two days later. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Like I feel it because it's just so high in um uh, alcohol percentage, and it just it's really rough on your throat. I feel like, and also just on your stomach. Because it is such a high alcohol percentage. But I also think that um, drinking, like, the finer whiskeys with Diet Coke, which I know some people are like, ew, Diet Coke, why? Um, But I think that's good, too. Like, Shane, he really enjoys whiskey. Um, Some people like it on the rocks. I haven't gotten to that point yet. But actually, this past weekend, I went to a local local bar in town, and I was drinking the, um, not truly, but white claw and that was pretty good it I was able to drink it's kind of just like drinking like a light soda water um it wasn't too too bad I mean I didn't want to drink it all night but it is low calorie but like if I have like a girl's night where it's like very casual I'm not like trying to get like drunk drunk uh I think like drinking kind of like a Sauvignon Blanc wine is good too oh Um, you're you're a wine drinker no I don't like wine but it is very casual the only problem with wine for me is that I get kind of tired I know a lot of people do but Mm -hmm. I just don't like sipping those like really high calorie drinks like margaritas and stuff although you know if you're going to a Mexican restaurant I feel like you kind of have to have margarita oh yeah margarita or corona at a Mexican restaurant or else I mean if if I see your ass ordering wine at I don't even know if they have wine at Mexican restaurants, but if they do and you order it, I'm not sitting with you. Yeah. I get up and move somewhere else. That That is just wrong. That should be illegal. I'm not about it. And I'm going to be honest. Like, if you're ordering a pina colada or a strawberry daiquiri, either one, you're 10 years old and you're getting a virgin, or two, you better your ass better be on a cruise or something because that stuff hurts. I went on a cruise for my honeymoon and – I was, I, we got a drink package and I was drinking so many pina coladas. That's probably why I gained like five pounds after the cruise. I mean, <laughs> that shit was like hurting my stomach. I was bloated all day. I mean, it tastes good. You can't really taste the alcohol in it. But I think for those, like, you kind of have to limit yourself to like one or two, honestly, because it really is very filling. It's basically like a meal. Um, but it is good. Like, you know, it's okay to enjoy those like fruity cocktails. Like, 
for specific occasions like you know you're at the beach maybe you're celebrating something like a cosmo um i mean this various situational but one thing too that for like ordering drinks like for the pro tips make sure you know like what you're gonna drink ahead of time when you're ordering at the bar because when you're like stalling and you have no idea what you're doing and then you're holding up people that's kind of a problem. Like you should probably educate yourself a little bit about certain kinds of alcohols and what you like ahead of time. So you know what you like, um, because it's definitely frustrating trying to figure out like, Oh, do I like this? Or like this, like just know what you want. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I mean, so at the brewery again, like sample a couple and then figure out what you want. But you know, if you're up at a bar and people are behind you, just, Either go with your safe option. Always have a safe option. If yeah. you're feeling like you're running out of time and you just want to say, fuck it, always have a safe option with you. I mean, for liquor or for mixed drinks, you know, for me, it's always just, please, can I have a vodka soda? Oh, well, what kind of vodka? Whatever is on Wells because I'm broke as fuck. Yeah. Uh, as far as beers are concerned, I'm just going to, if you're at like a, a classic bar anytime, my go-to is either... Hmm. I got to say a Heineken if I'm feeling frisky or mm-hmm. um, maybe a Corona or like a Michelob Ultra type situation. I don't yeah. know. What's, what's your go-to beer? I mean, other than natural light, what is your <laughs> oh my go-to God. beer or bushes rather? Like what, what do you like? Um, So I really like blonde ales. Um, they're kind of light. I really like the Goose Island. Those are pretty good. Um, yeah. They're pretty affordable too. Um. I'm trying to think. I definitely do not like Bud Light. That's really gross to me. Uh, but if you're, like, playing, like, beer pong, like, d- during the Bachelorette party, we actually did Beer Olympics, which <laughs> is super fun um, if you're having, like, some kind of celebration, like a birthday or um, Bachelorette, Bachelor party. We basically had these signs, and we had to complete certain tasks and get certain beers at certain places. Um, but if you're going to do something like that, definitely get a lighter beer. I mean, yes, Bud Light is going to be a lighter beer, but it is really disgusting. But I think blonde ales are pretty good. I, honestly, the type of blonde ales, I mean, Goose Island's good. Um, I'm trying to think what else I like. Um, there's, like, a lot of summer ales, too. I know that Budweiser, they had one for a while, but they're seasonal. But if you look at those, like, summer ales, those are really good. They have kind of, like, a fruity taste to them. I like those yeah. a lot. Right, right. Whoa, whoa. What was that? What? Turn your ringer off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> that was actually me. Um, um, I was. But yeah, I feel like drinks like is definitely like a situational thing. Like you just have to know ahead of time like what you're ordering, know your safe options, and also know like the difference between how it's gonna feel the next day between a shitty alcohol and a little bit more of an expensive alcohol. Yes, it's gonna cost more, but just know like what your consequence is gonna be. But a beer's a safe option. I know like my mom, she hates beers, but I think they're good. Um, that's just my personal opinion, but definitely like, you know, know your brews, know your drinks. Absolutely. You definitely have to walk in educated. And if you're 18 and you walked in with a fake, um, don't act like you never did it. I still have my sister's fake, even though I don't need it anymore. Um, (laughs) just, just, just act your age, you know, go with the vodka cranberry. They probably already know you're underage. Just, just take the L. That's all I'm saying. Take the L. Well, um, moving on to our last topic of the of the episode, um, I know a lot of us have been, especially with fall coming up, 
Not that fall really happens in Florida, but I know I was really concerned about it with going to Asheville this past weekend. Um, We're looking for some fall outfits and some fall accessories um, for when it does hit right below that 60 degrees um, over here in Florida. Um, What are some clothing hacks that you've found lately, Taylor? Because I... I've found a few stores that um, definitely have nicer, nicer quality clothing for cheaper prices, because I'm telling you right now, if I have to pay $50 for every single sweater that I get, I'm going to be broke by next week. So um, I'm definitely, I've definitely been looking into some clothing hacks and some cheaper options. And I know you go to consignment stores, right? Yeah. So for me, I know like some people are all about buying like the most expensive things that last longer. I get that. And that's totally fine. But for me, I kind of like, I kind of move out my clothes every season or, you know, I kind of get rid and like buy um, here and there. I, I love shopping. It's kind of an addiction. I kind of need to stop. But yeah, I like to go to consignment shops. I like to go to discount department stores like TJ Maxx or even like Plato's Closet. They don't have those everywhere, but it's basically like gently used clothing. Um, people give like they say trendy, although some of the things are very questionable. But <laughs> I like to go there and kind of look through um, some certain like sweaters, jeans, uh, shoes. I've actually found some really cute shoes there recently. There are these red velvet uh, booties. Because booties are really in right now, and I really like them a lot because you can really dress them up, dress them down. Even if you're, like, really casual, like, you're wearing, like, a black, you know, tee or something and, like, skinny jeans, you could throw on some booties, and they could really dress up your outfit. But I found some red velvet booties. They were Michael Kors, and they were only 15 bucks. And honestly, they look maybe like they've been worn once. So, I mean, I personally think that's a great way of, you know, finding some good trends like an affordable oh yeah definitely I actually found the same thing I went to TJ Maxx today and um because one of my friends she was saying that she found all these really cute sweaters and all this stuff and TJ Maxx sells it for like like 60% less than what it normally would have been sold for so I found these Steve Madden slide-ons Mm-hmm. And um, these specific slides, um, I have a real pair because I asked my brother for them for Christmas. Um, I'd say they're like maybe 80, 100 bucks for pair. At TJ Maxx, they were 30 bucks. Oh my God. And they were straight, they were Steve Madden, like authentic. Um, the only reason I didn't buy any is because they didn't have my size. For some reason, the five and a half to sixes are always gone at stores it's so annoying it is it is frustrating that's like the model shoe they use and that is incredibly i'm also a five and a half six and it's frustrating when they're always gone but also you know never kick out the idea of target um target's a hit or miss sometimes but yeah recently the big trend that's been going on as of lately is like 90s it's kind of coming back like plaid and skirts i found some really cute skirts recently i found this um it's like kind of like a pink corduroy skirt with a really cute zipper. I like it. I mean, it's not something you'd maybe wear out necessarily, but uh, jean skirts, like ripped jean skirts are really cute right now. You could throw it with like a simple crop top. Um, I think like high boots right now are really cute. But um, yeah, Target you know, has some really We were talking trends. about that this weekend, the high boot, you know, um, trend, you know, the thigh high black boots are like mm-hmm. right above the knee. And I was just thinking it's so frustrating because I think that trend is super cute. Um, Definitely my type of style, but you don't need them in Florida. No, you you don't. You would wear them 
you would wear them once a year. Right. Also, and- something that's, like, really trendy, too, right now um, that I've been seeing, like, all over, like, Cosmo and People and Harper's Bazaar is um, animal prints. Like, cheetah, which, I mean, obviously, you have to use some discretion with animal print. Like, don't go overboard. But what I like to do is, is wear, like, a simple color tee or, like, a shirt, blouse, whatever, jeans, and, like, throw on, like, a, like I have this, like, really cute, thin cheetah belt. Um, that's really cute, and you can add it on with some, like, black boots or even black slides. Um, but that's a really good idea if you want to add in, like, a print without being overboard. Because it's hard with print sometimes, but it is very trendy to add that in. The way I see print is, like, you use the print, and then everything else has to be a solid. Um, yes, I agree. 100%. You know, like, I actually, speaking of cheetah print, I saw cheetah print shoes in TJ Maxx still, and they were kind of like the Stuart Weitzman, I don't know if you know um, this style, but it's, like, a pointy toe, um, and it's, like, a slide-on, and apparently they're not super comfortable because they don't have a lot of support, but the ones at TJ Maxx were super cute. I just didn't know if I could rock the cheetah print and of course again they were only being sold for 20 bucks i just i'm not an animal prints kind of girl so i i didn't get them um i didn't pull the trigger on it but um yeah tj maxx target uh plato's closet i don't know if they really have anything like that um in places not like florida i'm sure it's just look up any consignment store any place that has um a college campus will probably have something like plato's closet that's more for women our age even men our age yeah they uh, definitely have a lot of things a too. lot of cute stuff yeah, yeah. definitely so sure. those are some good, good life hacks there uh or rather clothing hacks also That's there's some really good apps out there too um like where you can get like people's expensive things like lululemon leggings um i can't think of like i think wish i think that's one of the apps also um, i mean i'm not a fan of ebay but i do know like some people sell stuff on ebay um, you can even join, I, I'm a big fan of Facebook marketplace, uh, because some people really do share, um, their clothing that's expensive for a pretty relatively good price. I saw someone selling a Louis Vuitton bag recently, uh, that they had never used and they were selling it for $300 and it marketed for like 900. So, I mean, if you look in the right places, you can find the same shit you would buy in a store online for half the price or even more. Damn. Yeah, I mean, those apps are great. If anybody has um, advice for me uh, for Urban Outfitters, uh, how you can find cheap shit from there, that that would be so useful to me. I mean, if I could have all of Urban Outfitters as my closet, would. Um, one of my buddies used to work there, and he got the discount, but that's really the only way um, <laughs> I found getting a cheaper price at, at Urban. So if you have any advice for me, definitely... Uh, let us know and um you can actually email our uh our we can all be winner yeah our we can all be winners podcast at gmail.com and um give us some tips and we'll put them on our podcast and um let the world know that you were helping us out so yep help us out help the people out people help helping people it's for the kids um ftk <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. dance marathon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I never did that, but yeah, me neither. Well, I like signed up for it, never went. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Didn't you like post it all over your Facebook for your sorority and then you're like, fuck this shit? Yeah, exactly. 